BG Mania, a video game music podcast for February 5th, 2020, is made possible by Level Down Games. Check us out over at leveldowngames.com for the latest reviews and brand new episodes of both BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday, and Max Level, a video game podcast every Monday. On with the show. Mania, a weekly video game music podcast brought to you by Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by Frank. Sup, y'all? If this is your first time stumbling upon our neck of the Lost Woods in VGM land, welcome. BG Mania is a cornucopia of extra special music that we hold dear, both from the days of our childhood through modern consoles and new releases. That's right, we focus on retro to current games, with everything included in between. What we'd like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes, which will always be announced in advance. So you're guaranteed to hear something new, something fresh, and something exciting each and every week. As always, we hope you enjoyed the episode we have lined up for your listening pleasure today. Do not forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us and leave that five-star rating and a review so we continue to climb the charts in terms of search results. Frank, I am so excited to do this episode today. It's one I've been kind of holding in the back burner for a while and just didn't know exactly where to put it, but I think it fits perfectly right here in the right now because we've focused a lot on current games over the past few weeks. You know, Radio Hour this past week was relatively all current. The the week prior, we did Snow and Ice Levels Part 2, but even on that, we had mostly current releases, you know, from the last 10 or so years. Sure. Maybe, maybe the last 20 or so years, but nothing really retro-sounding on that episode either. So I, I think it just, it's fitting 
fitting now that we go and take a trip back in time. And I think this soundtrack is so phenomenal. We're going to be talking Crusader of Senti today. Crusader of Senti was developed by uh, a team by the name of Nextech. And I'm not 100% sure. I'm actually checking it now. They were formerly known as GIU Entertainment. And now they're known as Next Entertainment. It does look like they're still out there. Um, they were developing a title for PlayStation 4, but it was canceled. It was called Killing Bites. Uh, doesn't look like they put anything on an Xbox One. On PS3, they helped out with the original Bayonetta. Uh, they also helped mm-hmm. out with uh, Time Crisis 4 and Time Crisis Raising Storm. So they are still making games, but it doesn't look like they are doing anything like crazy. And they haven't even made that many games to, to under their name. It was published here in North America by Atlas. It was published in everywhere else by Sega. So this was a Sega Atlas production. Eventually, you know, those companies would become one and the same. And it was released on Sega Genesis here in North America. It hit North America first, June 16th, 1994, would release in Japan the very next day, June 17th, 1994. Crusader of Senti is one of the infamous like Sega Zelda clones. I think Crusader of Senti is the one that resembles A Link to the Past most uh, so much so that if you remember uh, Scary Larry from GamePro back in the day when the GamePro used to be a magazine that we would read on the regular basis, Scary Larry was one of their characters that they had for the magazine, uh, viewed the game as the Genesis's answer to A Link to the Past and even said that while Zelda had tons of hidden surprises, weapons and fearsome bosses, making it one of the best action RPGs ever, Crusader Ascenti has a too familiar storyline. And I recently played through this. If you listen to our Maximal podcast, I played through Crusader Ascenti and finished it over the past week. I actually did so in preparation for this episode. I kind of felt the same way. I thought that it was just more or less kind of bland. You know, the graphics are really nice. The music's really nice, but and the setting is very nice. But the storyline doesn't grip you nearly as much as Zelda does. And the combat is definitely a lot clunkier than what we see in A Link to the Past. So I can see why Crusader Ascenti didn't really take off. Okay, I, I was looking at it for reviews, so it didn't do bad. No, it didn't do terrible. And I mean, it, it is a fun game to go back and check out, especially if you've never played it. You know, it is very much a Zelda clone. As I mentioned, it's an action adventure game. And y- the story centers around Corona, who is a boy that just turned 14 years of age and inherits his late father's sword to fight the monsters that threaten the human race's existence. And you go out there and you learn how to get stronger. You go through these different areas. Very much set, you know, set very much like a Zelda game where you just move through the motions. You know, you actually start out in a village very much reminiscent of Kikariko Village or Kakariko Village, however you want to pronounce it. Um, you know, you, you start out somewhere that it looks oddly familiar. There's cuckoos running around the town, for Christ's sake. <laughs> it's uh, it's very similar, and it definitely was Sega's answer to A Link to the Past. The opening track you heard was actually the opening theme from Crusader Ascenti. And how good was that, first of all? Like, so freaking good. That's freaking Genesis Perfection right there is what it is. That was composed by Motokazu Shinoda, who did the entire soundtrack by himself. And I looked into Motokazu Shinoda a little bit because it's a name I'm not familiar with. I am. Okay. Yeah, his son, Mike, is a member of Linkin Park. No, no, I don't think that's the case. (laughs) But uh, yeah, Motokazu Shinoda is pretty much just known for Crusader Ascenti. This is the one of, of, if not the only game that uh, that he worked on. It does look like he helped out uh, 
doing some stuff on one of the Tetris leases. It doesn't say which one. Um, and, you know, has had some help doing arrangements and that kind of stuff with some other things. But in terms of composing, this look, Crusader Ascenti looks like it might be it for Matakazu Shinoda. So that's kind of cool. So we're going to take a listen to uh, to all of his styling here. And it's going to be so much fun. Like I said, I picked 16 tracks that are uniquely different from one another that I, I do think this episode is going to be quite strong. Let's jump into the next track from Crusader Ascenti. The name of this one, you know, I love these, Frank. Simply Town. was Town from Crusader of Senti, again, composed by Matukazo Shinoda. First of all, I love when, you know, games back in the day, how they just, it's simply called Town. Like, it's not called Simply Town. It's literally just Town. But how good is that town theme? That's the first thing you hear besides the opening theme when you get in the game, because after you leave your house, you know, this music starts playing inside the town you start in. And... I honestly feel like it's not the best theme in the game. We're going to hear one a little later. Yeah, that, but, it, but it's still a good town theme in general. No, it's, it's a great town theme. It's great, dude. Like the use of the FM and just, you know, the, those traditional Sega Genesis stylings that we're so used to. It's really good. It almost it has a hint of SNES in there. Like I could easily have seen this like being on an SNES system. But again, some of the sounds would have sounded different. But just the way that it was composed, it does remind me a lot of like Nintendo compositions, especially obviously Zelda as it was modeled after. But yeah, a great town theme. It really is. So I did a little digging on Murakazu um, Shinoda. He's actually a professional Japanese concert pianist. Okay. So I'm sure that's going to play in heavily to everything we hear today. 
I like the uh, it, it this town theme. It's still in my head. Yeah, no, no, it's still in my head as well. But it, it definitely has like it's not really like bells or anything like that. But it does feel very like I don't know childlike. It makes sense because you're playing a 14 year old as you know just coming of age. But the town theme does have that like child feel childlike feel to it. And man, it, it's so freaking good. Like I said, it's just this entire soundtrack blew me away. It's something that I discovered a few years ago. Uh, actually, right shortly after we started doing BG Mania, I discovered the soundtrack and I forget what I was researching or why I was researching it, but I came across this and I added it to my list of, you know, upcoming episodes that I wanted to focus on eventually. Um, you know, I have several games like that, you know, several retro games that I've just discovered that I think it would be a crying shame if we didn't devote an entire episode to it as opposed to just trying to fit it into themed episodes or radio hours. And this is one of those that while the game might not be remembered nearly as strongly as the soundtrack, this soundtrack deserves to have some recognition. Uh, Madokazo Shinoda deserves to be recognized for an incredible uh, piece of work that he put together, man. It's, it's so freaking good. Uh, let's move on. Track number three today. Um, back over in Japan, this was released as uh, New Genesis Ragnasenti or Shin Susike Ragnasenti. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't say Japanese words nearly as good as I uh, do names like, you know, just Shin Susike Ragn Ragnasenti or something. I don't know. That's how it was released over in Japan. But in Europe, it was known as Soleil, S-O-L-E-I-L. So a lot of people remember this as Soleil instead of Crusader Ascenti. The name of the next track is Soleil Plaza. was Soleil Plaza from Crusader of Senti, again composed by Motokazo Shinoda. That one is very fun, dude. I it's it's so man, it almost feels like a dance theme a little bit. Like it's it's really good. <laughs> I told you I got the feel of Bubsy on this one here. Um 
I'm assuming the game isn't as bad as Bubsy, though. No, but and I don't I don't think Bubsy is is nearly as bad as you think it is. But uh, a game is definitely, uh, at least in my opinion, better than than Bubsy. But Bubsy, a totally different kind of game. Bubsy's a platformer. Um, I, uh, I I just like the instrumentation and the styling of this and just how fun it feels like it's really good. And I, I know I say that a lot of tracks are good, but uh, well, this was. It was, it was like it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it just I don't know, man, like something about this track just it brings a huge smile to my face like just which again I know I I say a lot of the same things about music I I have a hard time articulating different ways to say things and different ways that tracks make me feel and how like the emotions that I'm feeling when listening to things so I know I say a lot of the the same things each and every week but it's just how I feel like I I, I have a hard time articulating that kind of stuff but this really does like bring a huge smile to my face just in how fun and just oh dude it's it's so retro as well like it really does elicit like the the very best of the best when it comes to the sound chip that the genesis was using a lot of things you know we hold dear from that time period uh i i wish this game would have been better like i i really was hoping going into this because i had never played crusader ascenti before this past week you know i'd always seen it i had watched people play you know i'd seen playthroughs on youtube um i've never personally played it myself though but i really wanted it to just play almost identical to a link to the past and i guess that's probably asking a bit too much because you know Nintendo games usually have that special sauce that just makes them so good but this this is it was good enough but it could have been better but the music definitely keeps you going and okay. that that's just like that was what I took away from it is like you know the music kept pressing me forward and what's interesting is that you know how Zelda obviously it is set in like this interconnecting world obviously Hyrule and you know a lot of times you would like scroll screens or that kind of stuff if you're going all the way back but you know there was no like overarching map I guess where you would have to travel kind of like think um, Mario 3 in this regard okay so you know Mm -hmm. how Mario 3 or Super Mario World they have like an overworld map where you go in and you go to a level and then after that area you walk along a path that is on the overworld and then you go like into the next area like the donut plains or whatever. All right. Crusader Ascenti is set the same way. So when you leave the opening city or the opening town, you actually get ported out to an overworld map that looks very much like Super Mario World's overworld map and you walk along the path to the next area. So there is no like going through just random fields and fighting enemies or that kind of stuff. You are just going through like one stage to the next. So it's it is almost a hybrid of Zelda and Mario. And the next track, track number four, uh, track number four on the episode actually is the overworld map.
And that was the overworld map from Crusader of Senti, again, composed by Motukazo Shinoda. So like I said, yeah, you're on this sort of like think again, if you've never seen it, think Mario World or Super Mario Brothers 3, where you are going across this overworld map, a legit overworld map. And it was kind of interesting when I saw that when playing the game, I was like, oh, OK, I had forgotten it was like that. I was actually thinking it was going to be this like interconnected thing like Hyrule. But man, that is a great overworld theme, though. Like it, it gets you it gets you pumped. It definitely makes you want to keep exploring and keep seeing what the game has to offer. And I guess that's what a good overworld theme actually is supposed to do when you think about that's, it. Yeah, kind of the point. <laughs> But again, I love the way the instrumentation is. I love just the uh, the styling and the the motion that Murakazu Shinoda actually took with the overworld map theme. Uh, it's really good, man. Like it's it's so freaking good. And again, I'm gonna keep saying that a lot during the soundtrack. I, I, but... Honestly, I'm looking this game up because I'm actually pretty intrigued myself. Yeah, I, I think it's worth playing through. I think it's definitely worth checking out. If even if you you know, obviously, a lot of us here. Uh, at Level Down Games, a lot of us, all of us at Level Down Games, but a lot of us, our listeners are big fans of Zelda, big fans of Nintendo stylings, a Nintendo style of games. And I think this follows that formula pretty well, even though it's not as good, but it's still something worth checking out. You know, there's several Zelda clones on Genesis consoles. Uh, this probably being one of the more popular, or at least one of the better ones, uh, definitely worth checking out. And again, if you are in enjoying the music, the soundtrack itself, you know, we're only playing 16 tracks today. The soundtrack itself has 26 tracks. So there are some uh, other things that we're not going to be highlighting on the show today that are worth playing through. Like I've already skipped over. Yeah, I, I am going in order from the soundtrack. I will say that much. You know, I started out with the opening theme and I'm literally going in order, but I skipped over the data select screen, you know, like where you put your name in and select what file you want to use. And I skipped over the fortune teller music that you can actually hear uh, in the um, uh, town and I also I'm also skipping over another piece of music that you can hear in the town but I'm doing so for a reason because we actually have an upcoming episode uh, actually this month in February that I'm going to be playing that particular track from Crusader Ascenti in that episode so uh, and I'm not spoiling it because it's not next week so I, I'm I'm specifically not saying what tr what track that is because <laughs> I don't want to spoil it yet I like to just uh, wait until the very end of each episode to uh, to give away what uh, next week's going to be but that episode is actually in two weeks time so Tune in for that. But yeah, overworld map theme, really, really well done. But we're going to move on now to track number five. Again, everything you're hearing today is from a game by the name of Crusader of Senti. The name of this one is, I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing this first word right, <laughs> Rafflesia, R-A-F-F-L-E-S-I-A, Rafflesia Training Grounds. <laughs>
And that was Rafflesia Training Grounds from Crusader of Senti, again, composed by Motokazo Shinoda. And I, I don't know why, but listening to that track, and this is the first area you go to after you leave your, your opening village area. Like you, you know, you get on the overworld map and you travel north and you enter the Rafflesia Training Ground, just where you're supposed you to go. You, you don't fly there. You actually mentioned to me while listening to this that um, you got like a airship or a flying field yeah, type, yeah, of, yeah. Uh, type of a feel from this track. And it's interesting you say that because you actually don't do that at all. <laughs> but you go to the Rafflesia training grounds and, you know, you are basically learning how to attack things. And this is where you are literally learning how to do the combat of the game. That's why it's called the training grounds. And like everybody, when they come of age, you're supposed to go to the Rafflesia training grounds to learn how to become, I guess, capable in fighting. But for whatever reason, and I and I felt the same way while playing the game, and I can't really tell you why. But the way that that track was actually composed and the way that it was put together, it made me really emotional. And I felt the same way hearing it again now, listening to it for this episode. I was getting kind of like choked up a bit. And I don't know if it's just because it is so like reminiscent of some of the like stylings of 1980s music and specifically like love ballads that, you know, like hair bands used to used to do. And it, it kind of has a lot of similarities to that. So maybe that's why I was getting somewhat emotional and just reminiscent. No, I, think your, I think your eyes are watering because um, the main character is sick. Um, and the coronavirus is out there killing everyone. Oh, well, the main the name of the main character, I think we mentioned his name is Corona, but not coronavirus. Oh. But the uh, early in the game, Corona does lose the ability to speak to fellow humans and instead gains the ability to talk to animals. I would totally trade that off because most two people suck. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the fine listeners of BG Mania. <laughs> yeah, the actually uh, the first animal you get in uh, Crusader Ascenti, the first one you're able to talk to is a, a dog. And you can actually like command that dog to attack enemies. And it, it's kind of cool. Eventually, later in the game, you get a penguin. Uh, you'd, you'd enjoy that because I know you like uh, pushy penguins. <laughs> <I do. laughs> yeah, no, it's freaking cool, man. Like the, the way that Crusader Senti set up is really cool. But yeah, that that particular track, for some reason, uh, just makes me kind of emotional. And uh, I haven't quite figured out why, but I think I just did talking through it there. I think it actually reminds me a lot of like the power ballads and love ballads from, you know, like Poison and Bon Jovi and all those bands that uh, are, are still my favorite I'm genre of music. Fool, nobody's fool, nobody's, nobody's fool. Exactly, right, man. Yeah. Cinderella. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's a great one. That's a, that's a really, really good one. Uh, all right. Track number six. Since we just learned how to fight, I think it's time we move in. Out of love. No, we learned how to uh, beat monsters, man. In the name of the track, The Monster Area.
And that was Monster Area from Crusader of Senti, again composed by Motokazo Shinoda. How funky was that, man? That's so funky, so groovy. It definitely, for me, invoked feelings of the desert level from Sonic 3. Oh, yeah, I could totally hear a lot of Sonic inspiration from that track. But yeah, just the the, the funk that came through on that one, I love it. It's definitely funkier than anything I think we've ever heard in a Zelda game, that's for sure. Yeah, like it's so freaking good. Killing killing monsters to funk music. Man, I love that track. It's definitely one of the better tracks, I think, in the entire game in in a game that is, you know, very strong. Like I said, in terms of the music that's here, uh, something about that one just makes you want to get up and and boogie. That's what funk music does, man. Just makes you want to get up and move. And that's what you should be doing. You're fighting monsters in the monster area. And it's not like there are actual tracks like called battle that we're going to hear later on. But there's something about this one that it just works to get you going and through the area. And I'm curious if Sonic was an inspiration to this, because, you know, this is so classic Genesis type of music. Um, Very Sega even like, you know, I know this was published by Atlas here in North America, but it was published by Sega elsewhere. But it is very Sega and and Motokazu Shinoda didn't really have any like work on other Sega games. But you have to assume that Sonic played some type of inspiration here because my God, did that sound like, like you said, like the desert level from Sonic. Uh, In in the best of ways, too. (laughs) Yeah, in in totally the best of ways. Absolutely. If you're looking for a new all-purpose gaming-related podcast to listen to, look no further than the Max Level Podcast. Every Monday morning, five friends have a breakfast powwow about the hottest topics in gaming that week while discussing the games they've been spending time with over the past seven days. Featuring Brian, Frank, Sean, Kyle, and Dan from leveldowngames.com. There's never a down moment when it comes to pertinent information or laugh out loud moments. They'll break down upcoming games, hidden gems, and encourage listener participation through guessing games and questions. Find the Max Level Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere else you consume your daily podcasts. All right, man, we are entering track number seven from Crusader Ascenti. The name of this one is Dahlia Valley.
that was Dahlia Valley from Crusader Ascenti, again, composed by Motokazo Shinoda. That one, to me, I know you mentioned again, it could also feel like a flying theme, but to me, that has some definite inspiration from Nobu Yumatsu in Final Fantasy. Like, that's what I take out of that track. The, the, the whole overarching, I can't place it, but I know that I know it from something, and it's very, a very big video game thing. Um, It's sort of reminiscent of... Sonic. Mario? When you, Mar Sonic. I was going to say it's, Mario. It's, it's it's Sonic when you're fighting Robotnik. Maybe. I, I was going to say like the Mario. Mario Castle music almost, right? Sort of. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm all over the like place. The, like lava music a little bit from, from Mario. That's possibly it. Okay. Yeah. Like that's, okay. I mean, it, it's sort of similar to that, but I don't technically know. I, I obviously there's a lot of things going on in this track, but the biggest thing to me was definite the, definitely the uh, inspiration from Nobu Yamato in Final Fantasy. I could easily see this in Final Fantasy 4 or Final Fantasy 6 or something like that. Like it would have fit perfectly in, in one of those two games and been right at home. It would have been. So this was a great track. I like this one a lot. But but yeah, there's a lot of things going on here. And you can definitely tell that Motokazu Shinoda got inspiration for this particular track from a lot of different places. Definitely a lot of different places. But we're entering the halfway point. We're coming up to track number eight on the episode today. And I think it's time because we are playing three battle themes today that I want to take a look at one of those battle themes. So from Crusader of Senti, this is battle number one.
that was battle number one from Crusader of Senti, again composed by Motokazo Shinoda. Again, something that sounds very reminiscent of like battle music from Final Fantasy or any type of JRPG. But dude, that is just rock. That is just rock yeah. music right there with, you know, you can you had that guitar sample and or like the MIDI guitar sample. And I love like halfway through it when it does like the pinch that it just sounds so cool, man. It's, I love that track. The battle music is so good. It's just battle two and three later on in the show, man. Like I said, I, I think we got some awesome battle music coming up. But holy crap, that is just good. Like we love rock music and that is just pure rock at its finest. Oh, um, man. So how are the bosses in the game? Are they like big epic pieces or? Sort of, but not really. Well, I mean, it's, it's, more, it's, it's more like Zelda where they weren't like they were big, but they weren't like. Yeah, it's it's similar to Zelda. Okay. So, they, you know, there are certain things that slightly deviate from the Zelda formula, but for the most part, uh, things are just very, very similar. I mean, it, it's it, it obviously is inspired by Zelda, as we mentioned earlier on in the show. It was meant to be Sega's answer to Link to the Past. So, of course, they tried to follow that formula as close as they possibly could. And, you know, this battle music that you hear at certain points in the game, it's just it's really well done. Like I said, I love the classic rock style uh the the midi guitar samples everything about this dude like it this wouldn't sound nearly as good on the snes like i i love how the genesis sound chip actually makes this particular track sound i am full agree with you i i same same part i really really love that yeah it's so <laughs> cool like the like the little pinch harmonic there that they did man it, it's so freaking cool really really cool all right, let's move on to a beach theme. And of course, as we know, anytime that we generally hear beach music or tropical music in a, in a retro video game, we're going to hear some steel drums. <laughs> I expect nothing less of it. From Crusader Ascenti, the name of this track is Anemone Beach.
And that was Anemone Beach from Crusader of Senti, again, composed by Motokazo Shinoda. And of course, you know, the track opened up with the uh, the steel drums. But dude, that's just that's a feel good piece of music right there. And it had a lot of a lot of what makes retro video game music so appealing right there in that one track. Like so many different things, so many different sounds that we heard, so many different ways the instruments were used, I think is why a lot of people, you know, gravitate toward retro game music uh, more so than than modern game music sometimes, even though here on BG Mania, we love it all. You know, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we, we, we cover the full spectrum of the rainbow here. We go from retro to modern uh, with everything in between. It's kind of what we pride ourselves on. We're not just one or the other. We try to hit it all and everything. So, um, but we really do enjoy retro game music. And I think a big reason why can be found in Anemone Beach right there. Like that particular track literally has it all. I feel like it warms warmed my heart with a cool island song or cooled my heart with a warm island song i forget how that one goes um but yeah it was a nice funky little calypso i like that it's it's crazy you know i don't think we've mentioned this or if we have i'll mention it again so far everything we've heard has been different like obviously you're going around the world in different areas but like everything nothing has been like tied together that's what i like about the soundtrack to crusader ascenti is that you know of the 26 tracks there isn't two tracks that sound even closely the same Motokazu Shinoda took 26 different inspirations, 26, at least I think he did, 26 different ways of composing and doing certain things and, you know, different, I guess, instrumentations. And I don't know, man, it's just it's so good that you don't get bored listening to it because you don't feel like you've heard it before. Everything always feels new. Everything always feels fresh. Everything feels exciting. And it's exciting when you hear a new piece of music because it's so different. And, And that's what I take away from this soundtrack. So Anemone Beach, definitely one of my favorite tracks from the game. Still not my favorite. We haven't gotten there yet. We're getting close. We are, uh, uh, man, I don't even know. I'm looking ahead here. We are roughly four tracks away from my favorite one. So so we're getting there. And then the track that I think Frank's favorite, we are still quite a few away because that's, I think, the second to last track. So Mm -hmm. Um, even though he hasn't heard it yet, I'm pretty sure it's going to be his favorite once he hears it. (laughs) But we're on the beach in Crusader Ascenti. So the name of the next track is Water Lily.
And that was Water Lily from Crusader Ascenti, again composed by Motokazo Shinoda. What'd you think, Frank? That was a good one. That's a bad Yeah. I had a feel I had a feeling that was gonna be maybe one of your favorite tracks we heard today. Uh super banging riff on that one, man. That is that is really, really cool. Uh also very uh sort of like I, I could definitely hear some Sonic as well in that one. Uh at certain points as as it gets halfway through, you can definitely hear some some inspiration from other Sonic levels that we've that we've seen in like the original games. Um this is leading up to one of the bosses actually in Crusader Ascenti. So this this music actually plays in that since we were talking about that a little earlier. But yeah, just another great, like sort of jazz, sort of funky, groovy, infused with rock. Uh, dude, it's it's just it's really good. And that riff just carries it through. That is so strong. I would play a game with just this kind of music going forward. Like, Yeah, it, it hits hard. It takes full advantage of that Genesis sound chip. Uh, it, it's well done. It's super cool and fun to listen to. Uh, man, I'm having a blast on this episode, man. Like I said, I'm so glad that we finally decided to do this this game. So uh, is the next track up the emotional one? Um, it's well, my actual favorite track is not emotional. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, the only one that kind of made me emotional so far was that Reflesia Training Grounds. But our next track actually is another battle piece of music from Crusader Ascenti. This is battle number two. <laughs> Thank you. 
that was battle number two from Crusader of Senti, again composed by Murokazo Shinoda. That bass line carries that entire track, dude. That is so phenomenal. Literally, hearing the bass, I'm like, oh, this must be a big old chunky boss. It's just like... Yeah, it it definitely is, uh, you know, again, the battle music is used for boss music, so uh, it's definitely boss battle, but... Or what is considered a boss in Crusader of Senti. But, man, like, it's just... It's so good. Again, like, you know, you've got some rock there with the bass, but you definitely have a lot of other things going on there. Uh, really did enjoy that bass line, man. It's such a... Oh, man, it's so good. It's so good. I feel like I missed out on playing this game because whenever I hear, like, this kind of music from a really good game, like an old game, I'm always, like, hunting it down. I hope my buddy has this. I don't know if it was popular here in the States, though. Um, it sort of was. Like I said, it definitely got a lot of coverage in GamePro and other magazines. Like, we, we talked about GamePro earlier on. Mm-hmm. Um, Electronic Gaming Monthly contended that the game is a worthy Zelda clone, with Ed Semrod and Sushi X going so far as to say it is equally good as the Zelda series. Uh, they identified the story and Zelda-like play mechanics as the game's strongest points, and they actually gave the game a 7.75 out of 10. And then Next Generation actually reviewed the Genesis version, and um, I don't know if there's anything other than the Genesis version. I don't know why Wikipedia says the Genesis version. I don't know if there's an SNES. I don't think there's an SNES version of this game. Maybe there's a Sega Saturn version of this game. I don't know. But um, the Next Generation reviewed the Genesis version and gave it 3 out of 5 stars, stating that Senti is a mirror image of the immensely popular Zelda and is a low of fun that Genesis owners have yet to experience. So again, the game was received pretty well and like I said, I'm assuming it probably did well because it got some mainstream coverage. Uh, he might have it, and if not, um, try to hunt. I, I can't assume this game is worth that much. They might be able to find it at like a local mom and pop retro store. I was going to say, I, I have two pretty close to me, so worst case scenario. Yeah. yeah, you might be able to find it just on a shelf or something. Because the, the Genesis is still hooked up to this day. Yeah, and I, I really wish this game would have been included on the uh, Genesis Mini. This is one of the ones I was really hoping for, but it just didn't happen. So anyway, uh, next up, we are going to the desert, Frank. I know we talked about how uh, one of those tracks earlier kind of was reminiscent of the desert level from Sonic. From Crusader of Senti, this is Camellia Desert. Thank you. 
And that was the Camellia Desert from Crusader Ascenti, again composed by Murokazo Shinoda. Definite desert feel on that one, right? You could totally tell. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was a really great desert theme. Uh, could have fit easily. We did a desert episode, desert themed episode that could have totally fit into that episode as well. Really, really well done track. Uh, and, and a cool part of the game. Really enjoyed this part of the game as well. Uh, very, very cool. But Are you man, playing mummies? Uh, no, not really or mummies. Some, sort of. Their, their version of it, I guess. <laughs> Whatever their version of it is from Zelda. But yeah, remember, because like I said, everything is so inspired by Zelda. The enemies are relatively similar. But it's, it's man, again, like I said, just that particular track, just very well done, as the entire soundtrack is. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> just that it is deserving of more recognition in the industry. I think that more people should know about this game because uh, it is somewhat fun. And way more people should know about Motokazo Shinoda and the amazing soundtrack that he composed for this game. You know, we are, what, what track number is this? We're 12 in and we've heard 12 different things. We've skipped over several tracks in the soundtrack uh, and everything has sounded so different, but it's been equally as impressive. Like, there hasn't really been a bad track that we've played and there's not a bad track on the entire soundtrack. Pretty good for a one and done uh, guy. I, I always like it when you, when you, when you we put out one video game, but it's just great through and through. Yeah. And, and like I said, we are not 100% convinced he didn't have a hand in some other things. Obviously, he arranged some stuff for games. It looks like he helped out with the Tetris game here and there. Uh, VGMDB doesn't have him listed uh, for many. Doesn't even have him, doesn't even have him listed for Crusader Ascenti. So uh, I, I, there could be a few other hidden gems out there that we don't know about for Motokazu Shinoda. And I think Did it would you be help Skyrim. He helped on Skyrim, baby. No, it'd be fun to know, like, if he actually uh, did anything else. I'm actually trying to find out right now as we talk about it. Uh, he's got four albums out, like actual, like original things that he put out um, that aren't video game related. Uh, Moby Games only has him listed as Crusade for Crusader Ascenti. So that really looks like it might have been a one and done. It really, truly might have been a one and done. So if that's the case, that's that's kind of cool, man. Like like you said, it's always fun. I'm when... calling it right now. Corona for Smash. <laughs> Corona for Smash. He was born November 30th, 1958. So what does that make him? 61? 62? 61, 62? Yeah, 61, right around there. 61, 61 going on 62. Yeah, right on there. So still not like... Old, not... old enough to be maybe uncle of Mike Shinoda. Get off of it, man. He's not Mike. He's not related to Mike Shinoda. <laughs> It'll all come back to us in the end, all right? But what I was going to say is not old enough to maybe return to gaming someday, huh? Maybe we can get him to do a uh, a new game at some point uh, in the future. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. It, look, it looks uh, like well, he could... I tell you, we, we, keep, we keep shopping out people for Love and Down Games, the movie, the game. Well, it looks like he just, uh, January 16th, literally two weeks ago, uh, put out something called Demon City Shinjoku, uh, which I don't know if that's an anime or, or what, but um, he worked on that. Like, he did the entire composition himself. So he's still doing things. Uh, it'd be cool to get him to return to games one day. I wish he would. So, yeah, that'd be fun. Brian here with BG Mania. Leveldowngames.com is quickly growing, but with your help and support, we can continue expanding our footprint in the gaming industry at an even faster rate. If you're unfamiliar, we do more than just audio podcasts. All of our content can be found on our main home on the internet, including new weekly episodes of both BG Mania and Max Level, alongside reviews for the newest release games and accessories, weekly editorial articles, and daily news stories. If you aren't yet visiting leveldowngames.com daily, now is the time. We went through a massive redesign for the beginning of the year, 
everything is much easier to find, and it looks like a million dollars. Thanks for all the continued support as we continue to expand our presence in the industry with leveldowngames.com. Uh, my favorite track is next, Frank. This is the one that I adore the most from this soundtrack. From Crusader Ascenti, this is Tower of Babel. Was the Tower of Babel from Crusader of Senti, again composed by Motokazo Shinoda. That is my favorite track on the soundtrack. I love that so much, dude. Again, like just total bass. It's so well composed. And you actually asked me, like, asked me if you were climbing like the tower or something during this particular portion. And and you go to a an area, this is like a dungeon area, I guess. And you it, it is set up very similar to like the, the legendary Tower of Babel. So it, it's kind of similar. But yeah, just dungeon music, man. It's so freaking good, so catchy. Like I love this so much. I could definitely tell this is some kind of dungeon. That's why that's why I was asked if you were climbing the tower. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, it's so freaking good. Uh, near the end of the game, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, obviously that means we are getting closer and closer to the end of this episode. We have three tracks left. But, yeah, this is one of the uh, the final areas that you will eventually get to in Crusader Ascenti. Not the final area, but one of the final areas. So you're definitely getting closer and closer to the end. But I just... It's so good, man. I, I, I listen to this so much. It's seriously one of the best songs on the soundtrack. And there's some actually like fun puzzles to solve in this dungeon. I think you'd like this game, Frank. I think you'd enjoy it. Uh, you keep hearkening it to my favorite Zelda game. So, uh, yeah, probably. The second best Zelda game of all time was its, it's inspiration. <laughs> 
like I said, we're definitely skipping some tracks, though. We've already skipped uh, Ca Castle Frisia. We skipped uh, Burn Daisy. We skipped Animal Town. We, we are definitely skipping some tracks. So there's plenty to go back and listen to if you're intrigued by the uh, Crusader Ascenti soundtrack. But we're actually going to jump now to a little track by the name of Root Temple. <laughs> was Root Temple from Crusader of Senti, again composed by Motokazo Shinoda. Figured we'd slow it down a little bit. We haven't really had, now that I think about it, a slow track on the entire episode today, have we? Maybe, I guess maybe the town theme would have been the slowest thing we had earlier, which still is in my head. Dun, 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 dun. Still in my head. <laughs> but no, I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed this one. It's very good. You have... um. Not necessarily like, what is that, like the tambourine that you hear every now and then in the background. Uh, definitely different instruments that we've not heard yet on the soundtrack. And just slowing it down, it's a really nice, different pace. Uh, it, it's really well done. We're actually going to close the episode out here in a little bit with another slower track. So I did put uh, the only two slow tracks we're playing on the episode kind of near the tail end, but that's just how it played out in the game. Like I said, I literally put these in the order that you experience them in Crusader of Senti. So that's just how it worked out. But Root Temple, yeah, this is a great track. Uh, very, very ambient, like kind of like the stuff that we like here at BG Mania. You know, Frank and I, well, me more so than Frank, definitely a, a fan of the, uh, the slower style of music, but it's really good. I like this a lot. I I enjoyed it. It, it, it. The way the way I went to the okay, speak English. The read I got off of this was like a uh, what's the word I'm trying to use here? Uh, like, like a raft ride down a nice, peaceful, serene kind of deal. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously not. This is something to do with a tree. Yeah, uh, so, well, something something to do with another dungeon. You know, a root temple type of a thing. So, pretty cool. I like it a lot. I, like I do. It's peaceful. I, I, like, I, I like a good peaceful song every once in a while. Yeah, it's really cool. Really, really, really cool. But I'm sad that we got two tracks left. But I'm excited. Because you tell me this is going to be the greatest song of all time. I'm excited. I don't know if it's going to be the greatest of all time, but I do think that uh, you are going to enjoy this one the most. Now, I will say this track's official length is almost nine minutes long. We're not going to play the full. We're not going to play the full nine minutes because it loops several times. But I and I don't know why, like literally on the official soundtrack, it's like eight minutes and 46 seconds. Didn't need to be that long. (laughs) The name of this track from Crusader Ascenti is Battle Number Three.
And that was Battle Number no. 3 from Crusader Ascenti, again composed by Motokazo Shinoda. What'd you think? <laughs> that. Do I have to ask? Rocking. That is awesome. Dude, it's seriously, there's, there was a comment on the YouTube video for this particular track that I totally agree with by the, a user by the name of Judge J literally said probably one of the best pieces of heavy metal from the Yamaha 2612, the sound chip that it actually is using, you know, the, the Genesis. I totally agree with that. It doesn't like, you honestly think that the track loops right around the minute to minute and a half mark, but it actually doesn't loop to the three minute marks. I literally played the entire loop, I guess, until we came back in. So we came back in right at the start of the uh, the loop there again. But right around the two, two and a half minute mark, that freaking just guitar riff just goes off, man. There's so much about this track that I absolutely love. It is so good. I would be... I would be so happy to see this covered live or to see that, you know, just anybody do this with real instruments. You know, obviously we know how it sounds with the sound chip and the samples, but this just totally rocks, dude. It's so phenomenal. It's aggressive. It's in your face. And I love, again, we've talked about it the entire episode, Madokazo Shinoda, so many different styles, so many different inspirations, so many different forms of music went into the soundtrack. Nothing sounded the same on this entire episode. Nothing sounds the same on the entire 26-track soundtrack. It's in incredible what he was able to do a masterpiece of a soundtrack and i really would love to see this guy return to the gaming scene man can you imagine a one more match one more match (laughs) one more it's christian all over again can you imagine just him coming back and doing either a you know because we have this like so many retro inspired games now or even like a kickstarter thing it's like a a team out there hey i want to get motokazo shinoda i loved crusader ascenting music growing up. I want to get him to compose our Kickstarter game. Something like that. Or just like a big budget title with real instruments. I'd love to see what this guy could do in the modern age. I would I would be so happy. Man, you got me thinking that sounds freaking awesome. <laughs> right? Like it's it's so it's so intriguing to think about like just you know like his return to music or not even music because he's still out there doing music but his return to gaming uh, probably wouldn't be nearly as celebrated as it would be here like on BG Mania because we know who he is now and we're a huge fan of what he did for gaming and this particular soundtrack but dude I would be shouting this from the rooftops if he was coming back to a game I would let everybody know I'd pimp it on BG Mania I'd (laughs) kickstart it for sure I'd pimp it on BG Mania I'd pimp it on max level I'd put an article up on leveldowngames.com I would do so much to try to bring eyes ears whatever to this whatever he was doing next buttholes the hell what you said eyes, ears, eyes, through other parts of bodies. Why? Why that? <laughs> Freaking weirdo. <laughs> Why that? The Frank story. Why that? The Frank story. <laughs> Autobiography. <laughs> Yeah, battle number three at the the best of the battle music, the best of the boss battle music for sure. And uh, like I said, I had a feeling that was going to be your favorite one on the entire episode today. Just had a feeling. (laughs) Oh, you were correct. (laughs) Oh, man. So freaking metal. But we're going to close out with uh, a track from Crusader Ascenti, as everything was today, by the name of Dark Knight. And I did a bit of research into this track, and a lot of people actually 
actually think that this is the best track in the entire game. And I agree that it's a contender for one of the better tracks in the game, but I still think Tower of Babel and definitely Battle Number Three are much stronger pieces of music. Um, this is definitely a good one, though. Oh, no, it's phenomenal, man. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's it's like I said, it's a shame that more people don't know about this music. And again, it's a slower piece of music. So we're closing out with uh, we're going to bring the tone down after that. As it can only go down, as I should say, from battle number three. It can't go up from there, man. That's as as fast and as speed metal as you can possibly get. <laughs> So we're any, anything we played now, any of the other battle music we already played on the show would be slowing it down from that point. But we're slowing it way down. We're, we're taking it back to kind of what we heard with Root Temple. We're, we're going slow here with Dark Knight. And uh, I'm just so happy we finally got to sit here, talk about Crusader Ascenti, listen to this excellent music. I'm glad that I got to share this music with you for the first I'm time ever, Frank. I'm glad you shared it with me. <laughs> yeah, like this is your first time hearing every single track we played today. And uh, that was so exciting to me because I've been like, like I said, I've, I've known how strong the soundtrack was for a while, and I'm hoping all the listeners of BG Mania, most of you maybe haven't heard anything from the soundtrack as well. And I'm hoping you honestly clicked on this episode because I know a lot of people like, you know, they'll skip over episodes that they're not interested in or that they have no, no knowledge of. I do that myself. I, you know, I listen to some other things, and if I have no knowledge on the subject, sometimes There's I'll no skip over the episode. Okay. <laughs> sometimes I skip over things. So... We, we are the only podcast that exists in the entire podcast land. <laughs> That's not true at all. There's plenty of other podcasts out there to listen to. But um, I, uh, I I skip over things if I don't have a lot of knowledge on it or something or if it just doesn't interest me. But I I hope that, you know, titling this episode Crusader of Senti, that it doesn't get skipped over a lot because I think that there's so much good music here that it deserves to be played. It deserves to be listened to and it deserves to be appreciated. So hopefully you enjoy this journey as much as we did going into the soundtrack and and really appreciating the the excellence that is Motokazo Shinoda and and our plea and prayer to get him to return to the gaming scene uh, that would be an absolute pleasure. So I uh, do have a special request, though, Brian. Okay. Um, in the future, when you know about something that's awesome, don't keep it a secret from me for this long. <laughs> no, that's what makes it fun. I like I like getting your first impressions. That's what makes it fun for me. I'm like the huh. the MC, and you and you're the uh, the uh, I don't know. What, what would you, what would you what would you be? Oh, uh, whatever I am, it's beautiful. I'm sure. Shut up, Brian. Shut up, Brian. It's going to bring us to the close of the show this week, though. Unless you have anything else you want to mention before we get on out of here. I think we said it all. I think we have as well. So that is going to do it for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another excellent rocking episode of BG Mania made possible by LoveItOutGames.com. I can't say that enough, man. This episode was so good. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes of BG Mania at LoveItOutGames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash level games. Subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash level games and click that follow button. Do me a favor. Support our other level down game staff member, Dan. Twitch.tv forward slash crazed D11. K-R-A-I-Z-D-11. Catch him streaming over on Twitch. Normally does it six times a week, every day but Monday. And uh, he actually said he's going to be streaming some Ori in the Blind Forest this uh, coming up couple streams in 
prep for Will of the Wisps releasing next month. So if you're a fan of Ori, which let me tell you, has some amazing music. If you've forgotten, go check out his stream, drop him a follow and uh, check him out. Stalking us on social media is a perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram and Facebook will be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links. And in that description box, you will find a link to our Discord server. Click it, join it and interact with us. We want every listener of BG Mania, every listener of the Max Level Podcast and every reader and consumer of our website, levendowngames.com, to be in Discord and interacting with us on a daily basis. We have a lot of fun in there, a lot of fun interactions with all of our listeners. Uh, check us out. You won't be disappointed. Taking us out of this episode once again. Wait, no, forgot. Next week. I didn't mention next week's uh, theme. I almost forgot. Next week, we're keeping it on the retro side of things. Like I said, we are, are doing two back-to-back retro episodes. Frank, you're going to like it. Next week, we are focusing on music from games released in the year 1994. We'll have uh, eight picks from me and eight picks from Frank, all from games released in 1994. Crusader Ascenti was released in 1994. But... See, it was a preview, a little... Little little tease without you knowing it, but like I said, next week, there will not be a track from Crusader Ascenti. However, the week after that... Or will there? Uh, no, there won't be. Mm-hmm. Don't pick from it. <laughs> Don't ruin the magic, Frank. But next, in, uh, in two weeks' time, there will be a themed episode that will have a pick from Crusader Ascenti. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have Dark Knight from Crusader Ascenti, again composed by Motokazo Shinoda. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.